0: Log Talk Radio. For today Sunday July 25th thank you guys for tuning in I see you guys lighting up the phone lines thanks for tuning in via phone and for those of you who are listening online we thank you as well and for those of you who will listen to the playback thank you so much um, for joining us and continuing to support us and this show um, tonight's call-in number if you have a question or a comment is 914-803 Four three nine nine. Again, that number is nine one four eight zero three four three nine nine. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise, so that she can introduce herself as well. Good evening, everyone, and uh, once again, as Denise stated, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, we can't wait to get started with our guest tonight. So, um, again, if you have questions, 914-803-4399. You can also email them to beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com or, of course, anywhere on our social media, Facebook, uh, we're Beauty Talk Online Radio. And then on Twitter, we're beauty underscore talk. And then on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. You can hit us up uh, either of those places and we will bring your questions on. And thank you guys for listening, uh, for our continued supporters and listeners all over the world, of course here in the U.S. and in the U.K. and in China and, oh, my God, so many places, Australia, Canada. We just thank you all for joining us um, each and every week. Absolutely. So we're not going to do beauty news tonight because we wanted to just make sure we had enough time to have our guests um, share with us tonight. We are going to be speaking with James and Bernard Bronner, and I'm going to bring them on the line. Let's see. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: Thank you, Denise and Denise. I'm glad to be on. This is James Bronner.
0: How are you, today? Welcome.
1: I'm doing well and this evening. Have- How are you all?
0: Good. Great. And do we have Bernard on the line?
1: I am not sure. Uh, Bernard, are you there? Okay, I don't hear him. So okay. we can we can get started with this myself first, and uh, maybe he'll okay. come in right. a little later.
0: All right. Let's see. All right, uh, James. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience and share a little bit about how you just how you guys just got started. Um, in this beauty business altogether.
1: I am the youngest of the Brunner Brothers. Can you hear me fine?
0: Yes, I can. Yes.
1: Okay. So I'm James Brunner, the youngest of the Brunner Brothers, and I am the director of the Brunner Brothers International Beauty Show. So when we got started, uh, we're actually celebrating 75 years this year. So we got started back in 1947. Uh, The original Brunner Brothers was my father, uh, Nathaniel Brunner, Sr., and his brother, uh, Arthur Brunner. So we are the second generation uh, running the company today. Uh, My father had six sons. I'm the youngest of those. And they got started back then. Um, Basically, my father, he was – he, he he came to Atlanta from a small town, and he had a, a paper route, and he, he operated somewhat out of his sister's beauty salon. And some of his paper route customers, he would take hair products from the salon out, and he found over time that they preferred the hair products over the papers. So so It's a good thing (laughs) that he made that observation, and he he ended up uh, going to Apex Beauty College and being the only male in his class, so he wanted to understand, you know, more about the industry and the stylists that he would be servicing. From there, he got started uh, being a distributor for somebody else's products and ended up eventually making his own, and from, and as he would service salons and barber shops uh, throughout he began just to talking with his customers and hearing different problems and issues and seeing that they needed certain training even after school and he they thought they were kind of alone in the problems and he was hearing these things different places uh, since he was servicing so many salons and he had the idea of bringing them together to be able to bring some commonality to, t- to teach them certain things as a group to allow forums for them to talk about the problems. And that first show had about 300 attendees in a local YMCA. And it just was so beneficial to them. uh, Just hearing what was going on in other areas and seeing that they were not alone and being able to really get product deals and get this education and even experienced fashion shows and whatnot, it, 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 we haven't missed a year in 75 years. So it's just, it just from there, and it's been going ever since. So that's a little bit about how we got started. And and my my brothers, my oldest brother, he, he went into chemistry, and he began to uh, set up manufacturing for us and developing our own products. And my second brother, Bernard, who's uh, the president of the company current day, uh he was in marketing, and he he expanded the product from just uh salons and and to uh retail outlets the Walmarts and beauty supply stores and grocery stores and drug stores and all over so that's a little bit of how we got started and how we expanded from there well,
0: Wow! now James, what was the first product <laughs> that you guys came out with? Let's see that first product. I wasn't
1: born then, so I'm trying to remember from the stories. <laughs> <laughs> it was before my time, but I, I can remember uh, some of those first ones were like hair food. It was a yellow product. I'm just thinking back to pictures that I've seen. Right. And, and then mm-hmm. we had like a pine tar that was a, a green, and, and Super was one of our. I would say it was our first real successful product. So that's been our longest-running okay. successful product. But those were so there were a lot of greases back then that uh, was, right. was really in high demand uh, that that formed those first products.
0: Right. Now, now since you've been involved in the business, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges um, for um, you know operating um, this, this hair care uh, brand?
1: Sure. So well first of all, we are in the most challenging time we've ever seen in those seventy five years, I must say. So this COVID nineteen. Yes. Uh we've had all types of challenges from embezzlement with employees stealing money to to death of family members. I remember um my father one of his most challenging times ever with the business is uh we he had the death of a sibling and and probably a month out before a beauty show and business doesn't stop and people you know they're buying their tickets and he had to go to that funeral and he had to he had another sibling to die while he was at that funeral he had to leave the funeral of one sibling and go to the funeral of another sibling and still produce the show so business doesn't stop you know when customers are coming and paying their money they, they have their own problems. They don't really, they're not as concerned about what's going on and why you're not open and, and things like that. So he, that that was one of the most challenging times is just to pull it together and still, I mean, just like they say, now the show must go on. So he had to, he had to continue and just smile and greet people, even in the midst of him hurting on the inside. Another mm. challenge would just be uh, changing hair trends, uh, just this uh, once you put all of the time and investment into developing these products and trends change, and, uh, it, it devalues that investment. Um, and, of course, there have always been money challenges. One thing about money and business, the same thing is true in personal lives, that money just fluctuates. So it, it goes in this up and down cycle. Uh, even the, just the global economy and the national economy operate like that. You're gonna kind of just have good times and bad, so you just have to you have to go through those bad times, and, and, and then during the good times, you have to keep from getting carried away buying too many things. So other challenges would have been racial discrimination. Uh, of course, we see a lot of lot of things um, going on in society now, but it was worse back then. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even, even before Bronner Brothers, uh, we came from a line of entrepreneurs. And uh, my grandfather, he had a, a, a farm and a business, and it was so successful that the KKK, uh, one of my father's earliest memories was the KKK catching their house on fire, and they had to flee the house in the middle of the night. And and, mm-hmm. and my great-grandfather, same thing happened. Uh, because of their business acumen and success, uh, another local businessman warned them that, you know, it was going to attack the family and the business, and they had to uh, pick up everything they had and run. So we had two generations of just having to start over. Uh, we weren't able to build mm-hmm. off of that momentum, but the business principles went with my father from the country to the city, and he came to Atlanta with just $20 starting over, but those principles from the farm uh, came with them, and it allowed Stark Bronner Brothers. But so, so the racial discrimination we have it now, but it was worse then. You could ask, actually have, you know, your business burned up and, and just you had to worry about getting shot and hung and, and all types of things. Uh, we've also had it modern times with just um, companies not wanting to exhibit at a black uh, beauty show. Or or mm-hmm. service black neighborhoods with their products. So these are these are some of the challenges we've had uh, being a, a black owned company.
0: Wow. This is a, this um, just from the first two questions, I'm so drawn into the conversation tonight. Um, just from the history of the Bronner Brothers, um, just you know, your brand and I do have Bernard on the line now. Can you can you hear us okay, Bernard? Yes, I've heard you all along, so I'm good. Okay, okay. <laughs> we right. just haven't heard you. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just well, it's you so you have James on
2: there, and and he's a, he's a preacher, so he is he is good at speaking.
0: Okay, Jack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bernard,
0: can you share a little bit about um, some of the challenges that you've seen? Um, you know, just throughout the years being involved in the business. And then do you remember what that first Bronner Brothers product was? Well, James had it pretty accurate. The
2: the, the first product was the the B hair food and the Pine Turn mm-hmm. the Supergirl, like he said. Those products are still on the market today. We still make mm-hmm. all of those original products. So, so none of those original products have been discontinued. We, we, you can go in a beauty supply house and buy those same items today.
0: Nice, nice. Do you recall any any um, challenges along the way?
2: Well, where James went over the challenges. Uh, I, I don't think I can add to any. I, I don't think you can get more. Drama than what we've had to (laughs) deal with. The first generation had to deal with.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Let me ask you all. Let me ask you all. Let me ask you all this. How has it? How has it been now? Especially now today, with with a lot of different. um, You know, you have a lot of different brands on the market, and I mean, how has it been? Just trying to. you know, maintain your brand identity and and being that you have been around for so long, you know, you've got people nowadays, it's, you know, there's really like no brand loyalty. People will just, you know, they'll they'll go and they'll buy whatever the next hot thing is. Like how have you all been able to just maintain um, your brand?
2: Well, we've, we've got a lot of history and because we had my father and his brother in the first generation showed us to build on and their experience and knowledge we have been able to do better than anybody else um, over the last 50 years we have continuously had number one product in the curl business we had um, eventually number one curl products with our cosmopolitan curl and wonder curl and then in african products in african royale We had the number one and still the number one braid spray, African Royale braid spray. We have the number one oil. Uh, African Royale hot six oil has been number one over the years. We also have in the BB line, the pump it up spritz has been number one. Our oil moisturizer has number one. Our super grows have been number one forever from generation to generation. And, Because of our experience and what we had with the first generation, we have had the experience, the legacy, and and the teachings and trains to to put out, um, like I say, my father distributed products. He didn't literally manufacture products like the second generation, but he distributed products, and in distributing products, he had to know how to sell them so we have been able to take his experience his training and keep on doing what he did so we distribute products but we actually make our own products now distributed and we know we know how to find out what people want and find out what's available make it better and come on the market with it so we're we're now in the process of doing the same thing with our, our natural products um, we make a line called tropical roots which is now growing faster than any other natural line it's 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 it started off with just braids locks and twists and other natural products and now we actually recently introduced the tropical root curl collection so for waving hair for natural hair but it's just products that are have the ingredients that are just good for the health good for the hair And it's what people want to buy. People care more about organic. They care more about their health. They care more about what they're putting on their bodies, in their bodies. And we have taken our time, gotten it right, and come to market with what people want. And we have been doing this for year after year after year. And believe it or not, we really feel like we're just getting started.
0: Oh nice. <laughs> um, talk a little bit more about the Tropical Roots Curl Collection. What are some of the products in that collection? Everything that adds
2: moisture. It's a hydrator. It's a curl jelly. It's it's one of the number one problem people have is making sure that hair is moisturized, and that's what that line focuses on. It makes the hair moisture, it adds moisture, it, it hydrates, it um and and we've we've also added the the normal vitamins and minerals that we have put in all of our products and we are as the years have gone on and on we're getting healthier and healthier. Even the Brana family uh my father he had a massive heart attack in his forties and the doctors gave him up to to die, he survived it, but he lived another thirty years after that because he changed his lifestyle to a health oriented lifestyle, and he put that into our generation that no amount of money can buy health, you have to make sure you take care of your health and feed your health and do you know you have to eat right exercise, you have to have mental health all kind of all kind of being a uh, a holistic total Balanced lifestyle that will help you live longer. So, because of that, we we make sure that our products are healthy. Uh, like I say, we eat well, we exercise well, we we socialize well, we we uh, my brothers preach well. They preach wellness as you know. People have always said that my brother saves souls while I'm saving hair roots and all kind of beauty uh, <laughs> for our, our people. Let <laughs> 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 well, <it's>
0: me <Nice>. <laughs> and, and let me just add,
1: the, uh, that, that Tropical Roots Curl collection that we just launched, it, it's infused with ingredients like rose water. Uh, Coconut water, which are beneficial for reducing shedding, uh, rejuvenating the follicles, stimulating growth and conditioning shine, and and it features products like a hydrator, uh, a coil cream, a curl pudding, Mm -hmm. curl jelly jelly, and a leave-in conditioner. So that give you a little bit more about it. It's made for curly hair textures. Gotcha. Let me. Gotcha.
0: Let me ask you. Are you are you all products found pretty much anywhere where they sell hair you know hair and beauty supplies or are you guys specific to where you um sell your products The, the products are pretty much um
2: worldwide anywhere there's hair products there are some Bronner Brothers products under the the BB label, the African Royale label or the Tropical Roots uh-huh. label or the BB Knackles, but almost every store in America and abroad carries some kind of Bronner Brothers products. Mhm. Grocery stores, drug-, drug stores, um you know, you can find Supergrove anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> earlier about, um, like, some of the greases, and so I, I, I know, um, like, you know, things evolve and things are constantly changing in this industry, and, you know, of course, growing up, that that's what we use in our hair. We use, you know, hair greases in our hair, and then, you know, as things change, you saw stylists pulling away from that and and um, almost going towards no real kind of um, uh, grease or or, or oil Usage, but then now they're they're starting to come back to um, to to using like um, hair grease. Some some people are, and so do you find that that um, in this industry that things are kind of going back to some of the things that we used to use and some of the things that we used to do as far as like hair styling and and just the um, hair ingre the ingredients that we're using in products and. And the products themselves. Are we going back to some of that stuff?
2: We we are going back and the Super supergrow used to just be in um a coconut oil based hair grease. But now uh-huh. we have organ oil. We have uh-huh. we have we have a a several natural ingredients and I, I think people are uh like I say, realizing what our grandmothers used and what our <laughs> great grandfathers used. Yeah.
0: When, when <laughs> we looked
2: at when we looked at the, the one of the number one ingredients in natural products was coconut oil. And supergrowth has had coconut oil in it forever. Years ago the you were on our plant it. and all you could smell was coconut.
0: <laughs> 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 yes, so,
1: you know, so I just, I, feel so like, um, I feel
0: like I feel like some of the things that you talk about grandmothers and some of the things or products that they used back in those days. Um, like my sister was talking about how things were changing and some of the stylists stopped using the grease. But I just feel like um, back in those days when your grandmothers were using certain products, and they always used those products no matter what changed. Um, and and back then it helped their hair to grow. Um, and so I feel like if it did it back then, it can do it now because hair is hair. Nothing has changed about the hair that you're growing. It's also it's just about people changing and, and new products. But, like, listing some of those same natural ingredients that you're talking about um, that were in the products back then, I feel like now we're just now realizing that some of these ingredients are in the products because, like, one of you said how people are now um, taking better care of themselves and they want, you know, they want natural products or, you know, things like that. I don't think that... Some of the I don't think products I don't think the products have changed much. You know, I mean, you have some you have some ingredients that you weren't using back then, but I do think that we were using still some of the natural products that you mentioned in some of these um, hair products that's out there. Uh, now we have a lot of people talking about um, some certain products are mineral oil free. And uh, what's the other thing? Like there's no parabens. It, that's a big thing now. No parabens in the products and mineral oil free. How important is that to be parabens and mineral oil free in some of the products? Is Should that be a concern to consumers?
2: I, I think it's very important. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: One of the, some of the food chains, like a Whole Foods, uh, a Trader Joe's, or a, a Sprouts, they basically have a market where they're they're selling organic, and and people are now getting, they're getting wiser and more educated, and staying away from things that are dangerous for the body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and we are we have a one hundred percent agreement that if. if if there is something that is not good for the body, we don't need to have it in our food. We don't need to have it in our hair product. We don't need to have it in any beauty product.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So we are, we're, we're constantly researching and making sure we have the finest, best, healthiest ingredients in our products.
0: Yeah, that's, that's important. Um, how has the business changed over the years um, from, from when you all got involved to now? Have you seen a lot of change in, in um, the hair care business or even in just the direction that these beauty products or hair products, rather, are going? Have you noticed a lot of changes? James, you want to answer that? Since James is thirteen
2: years, we're, we're born on. The, we have the same birthday, but I am uh-huh. thirteen years older than him, so he's he's going to give you a a, a decade earlier than me perspective.
1: <laughs> I'll start it off. So, so I guess one of the biggest changes I've seen over the last twenty years is just the the effect of influences on buying decisions. So. Just with mm-hmm. social media, um, you can mm-hmm. have a lot of – you can have 20 products with the same ingredients, but the one that sells is the one that the people are listening to that influences. So so I think marketing has changed uh, due to social media and the, the ability to just reach consumers directly. So that's one of the changes, I would say, uh, that has been significant for not just the beauty yeah. industry, but almost – every industry but it right. but especially uh, i would say beauty industry has it makes more of a difference than some industry like the auto industry so the beauty industry is just because uh people are uh going on youtube and different places getting tips from people so it's you don't find that as much in some of the electronic industries so so i, right. I really think it's it's a larger influence on our industry so that's one of the changes um another change i would say just even with working with the beauty show that I've seen in the industry, is barbers have gotten stronger and are making more money. Um, so I, I've seen them. I was talking with uh, barber last week, and he was saying how he remember he was charging six dollars for a cut, and then it went to ten and twelve, and now he's at thirty dollars a cut. And I know. Barbers that are you know all the way to seventy-five dollars a cut, so I, I, they are they're much stronger economically now. Men are are putting more focus on their grooming and hair. Um, a lot yeah. of men I know they used to go to the barber shop once a month, and now they're going once a week. So the the, the yeah. economics of the barbering industry, I would say, are, are much stronger uh, than they, they used to be, just because men are, are grooming more and paying more attention to to their hygiene and things now. You, you didn't used to get men getting manicures and all that, a lot of different services that women, they were exclusive to women. So so men mm-hmm. are now, you know, they're buying more hair products. They are, are grooming more often and just worrying about, they're buying more accessories and tools and brush, different types of brushes and different things. So back in, back in the day, they just need a wave cap and a, a brush and that was and a little grease and that was it. So, man' right. but man so so I would say that's another trend uh that I've seen so from the social the influences with social media and and the male category actually getting stronger
0: mm-hmm. but you know what i would I would even say I would even say that the Bronner brothers had something to do with that, and the reason I'm saying that is because because of your show and the opportunities that you offer hairstylists and barbers. Um, not just to sell products, but to demonstrate their skills. Because I've I've been to quite a few of the hair shows, and I've seen, I mean, what the barbers bring at some of these shows. And people, I mean, people come out to see that. And then that carries on into their social media, where all of these barbers now are, you know, doing all of this stuff, and they're letting you see all of this stuff on social media. And so I, I think you guys had a big part. In, in, in all of that growth. I really do.
1: And they do tell us that. And the other thing that they said they appreciate us for is that the, the other the other large shows, when they try to find the barber exhibitors there, that they really have them back in the corner or a, a place mm-hmm. that they, they feel less important. But they said at our show, we've had barber battles and, and, and large theater booths for of, of barbering companies. So they felt, and barbering competitions uh, for professionals and students. So, so they felt a greater emphasis on it and presence than the other shows. It made them their their sense of of self worth a higher, which which allowed them to go and achieve more and getting more education. And so, so right. those they do credit us uh, with treating them better than other shows and allowing them right. to, to to thrive more from that.
0: Yeah. And if I could just add, if I could just add to that, um I I have to agree. I've attended several beauty shows and um several large ones as well. And I just have to say thank you to you guys because, you know, not only do you give hair professionals the opportunity, but also the beauty brands that come, the other hair product brands, um cosmetic brands that you guys have as vendors at your show, some of them can't get into some of the other shows. And I've seen, I've I've gone to support some of my hairstylist friends who were educating and they were, would be put in a small section. It was like the ethnic section, you know, to educate small corner of a huge, you know, (laughs) uh, conference center. And, you know, yeah. whereas I feel like whereas the brother brothers, they're, they're they, can, they can be seen, and so you know, and you guys have been doing the show for x amount of years, a long time, and so you know, just black beauty professionals have more opportunity to be seen. So, thank you for that.
2: Yeah. Very well. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's great because, you know, not only do you have, you know, because you guys have enough products that you could probably just sell your products alone at the shows, but then, you know, you have the other brands there as well. Um, and it just gives people the opportunity to kind of see what's out there. And I know we're not, you know, focusing on the show tonight, but I just wanted to ask, because of the um, the pandemic, you know, there was a lot of um, beauty shows doing, like, online versions of their shows um, you know because of the you know because of the pandemic do you see do you see that as something that um, people may continue or how important is it I guess I want to want to know how important is it to have an actually live in person um, show is that important you to you guys to have your show live and in person versus online well
1: we wanted to do what was best for the people so mm-hmm. we did do a virtual show ourselves so we had one of the most mm-hmm. innovative virtual shows where we had our instructors to come into the studio with electronic backgrounds and, and we had an mm-hmm. awesome we had uh, hair battles and, and all of the things in the virtual world, and we had the exhibitors. So we were um, we knew that during the pandemic it was the time when people really needed uh, to hear from us the most. So that's why we didn't. We wanted to have something. So it wasn't safe to meet in person. So so we did have that virtual, and we had the chat rooms where they could uh, conversate. But Talking to talking to our people, it, it, it was not the same feel as in person. So, from the exhibitors to the attendees, they they just didn't um, that physical show. They said it is it's just an energy there that they could not get online, uh, and it's almost like a family reunion. So it's 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 uh, the the virtual show. They couldn't really see each other and catch up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. They just, it's like a, a family reunion for the industry where they come to, to not only learn and buy products, but just to have a good time and see people from other states that they haven't seen in six months or a year, and it's, it's the experience of it that they, they did not get online. So if they had have gotten a similar experience, we would have continued with the virtual, but uh, getting the feedback, uh, we want to do what's best for the industry, and they they are raring to get back in person. So we want to do that safely and wisely, but it—it's it's, the virtual is it's not the same.
0: No, it's yeah. not. It's
1: and even not even good. with another example is like hands-on classes. So if you're demonstrating how to uh-huh. do a style in a class and the ability to ask questions and ask them to turn and see the other side of the head, uh, the ability to have competitions where they really, you know, can show people what they're made of, even if you're from a small town and be on this stage. So that, it's that platform that created a lot of the Tim Kimballs and, and that that allows their work to be seen, that allows other companies mm-hmm. to find platform artists and all of these things that you don't get in a virtual space.
0: Absolutely. Right. Right. Now going back to Tropical Roots, what are some of the best-selling um, items from that collection? And like, what are what are some of you all's favorite um, products from that collection?
2: Well, originally Tropical Roots was for for braids,
1: locks, and twists.
2: But the number one item in that line now is the foam wrap. <laughs> And
0: <laughs>
2: we don't know why we're selling so much phone wrap, but we are having difficult trying to make it fast enough. <laughs> so the tropical uh-huh. phone wrap is like I said, it's one of the hottest items in that line today.
1: <laughs> and
2: another and we have, an- another item that, that is is the uh, Jamaican black castor oil.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: a natural oil that people love. So, the the black castor oil and the phone wrapper the two, and and the growth oil. So those three are, yeah. are the top three in that collection.
0: All right. so mm-hmm. well, I know what I need to try now. <laughs> everybody else is <laughs> fine, I know what I need <laughs> to try. <laughs> Hmm. are there any is there any other um, any other information that you guys have about any of your products that you want to get out um, to the audience James
2: you want to answer that
1: (laughs) It, it broke up a little bit can you ask that one more time
0: Yes, I was saying. Is there is there any other information that you want to get out to our listening audience about any of your products? Let's see. So for
1: my my the product I like best for my own hair is, is Mango Butter. Uh, I like the smell of it and just how it gives moisture mm-hmm. and, and just makes my hair manageable. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, our other other product is is Pump It Up. That's uh, you mentioned about products that have been around that has that helped the company. So Pump It Up is one of our products that uh, sells a lot. And, and just for people that want to get a certain style and have it stay there after they do it, yeah, there's no product mm-hmm. like Pump It Up to, to do that, to get hold in place and last you throughout the day. So that's that's another one of our top-selling products.
2: Nice. And and I would just like
1: sometimes, to thank I
2: would just like to thank all your listeners for helping us over the years stay number one and keep on having number one products. The support has just been wonderful from our community.
0: Nice. Oh nice. James sometimes nice sometimes you sometimes you forget the products that you you all actually had. Like it's been so many over the years, sometimes you forget what products right. are Brunner brothers.
1: Yeah, and we, and so we even
0: had Yeah. And and you mentioned
1: about challenges. So another challenge we had is actually people uh seeing those products. They had rumors for a lot of years that we've been sold and we have we have never even discussed being sold. So we are a hundred percent still owned by the Brunner family and always have been and always plan to be. So those we don't know exactly how those rumors started but we've been here all along so we <laughs> they were starting from the outside and, and and so looking at those products they were they were thinking that the company had been sold so we we're not sure where those rumors came from but they have no validity at all.
0: Wow. Are you now do you guys know if a I mean, I know there's a lot of products on the market, some you may not even know about, but are you guys like one of the oldest um black owned companies in the hair care business?
2: We are the Bernard
0: is older. We are the so I'm let
2: oldest, that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the oldest in mass distribution that's continually been operating. There there's no company than mass distribution like us older than seventy five years.
0: Mm, Wow. Wow. It's so and much. And I would just so like to. Experience. And I would like to
1: say, yeah. And I would like to say with that, being a family-owned business, it's really important to keep the family strong. Because some businesses went out not because they couldn't make a profit, but because the family split up and and, and with divorce and family breakup, they had to sell the company to settle the the, the family uh, disputes. So you don't right. really think about sometimes that impact of, of, of how that family relationship can affect the business. So so you have a family-owned business. Well, it's one of the things that have allowed us to survive for 75 years. So my father had a priority system of God first, family second, and then business third because he understood that it was, since this was a, a family-owned business that was blessed by God, that it was going to be that family that, carried it on so if he didn't train us properly and we don't train the third generation properly it doesn't matter what product you have you can run any company into the ground if you, you don't have your head all right so and we, <laughs> right. we've seen that in different industries with different children so if you have a sense of entitlement and not develop properly now you you will run it into the ground so so that's just something that, to keep in mind that if it's a family-owned business you need to have the right family with you, and you need to train that next generation well.
0: Wow. You guys are so inspiring. Um, just listening to you talk about the family business and just knowing how long you guys, this company has been around, um, it's amazing. Um, and it's something you know, that other business owners, especially those who are family business can inspire too. So thank you guys so much for um, just coming on tonight and sharing with us. We greatly appreciate it. And I hope um, that some of our listeners have have really been inspired as well.
1: Well, thank you so much. And I do want to add, so we we did – a lot of people come to us for mentoring, and, and we really don't have time to do a lot of individual mentoring. So what we did collectively as brothers, we did take a lot of the knowledge we were blessed with from our father, and, and we put it in an online course for small entrepreneurs that, you know, may not can go pay thousands or have access to third people. And it, it's at the 24hourmba.com. So we put that on a, a simple online course. To, to bless others with the wisdom we've been blessed with and experienced.
0: Oh, nice! That's oh, wonderful. Nice. You said 20, 24 hour MBA. The, yeah,
1: yes, the twenty-four hour MBA dot com. It's twenty-four one-hour sessions on all areas of business, from marketing to accounting to product development to personnel, for all of the areas of business. Because if you didn't grow up in it, these are areas you got to learn, and it's expensive to learn. So we took. So we've been blessed to have all of these years, and we wanted to put the lessons, the wisdom of it, twenty-four one-hour sessions uh, related to every area of this.
0: Wow! So that's the number twenty-four hrmba dot com. Is that correct? Uh yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I'm giving out the right information. Okay, twenty-four hour dot com. That's amazing. That's really amazing. Um, Definitely something uh, that uh, business owners should definitely uh, definitely check out. And you know, like you said, if you didn't grow up with it or around it, um, it's something that you definitely need. And and I feel like to be successful, you can't you can't skip that knowledge. You have to. um, Right. It's something that you have to do. And it's good because I'm. I mean, you know, you sit. You could just sit online and 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 take the class versus, you know, having to make time to go somewhere to take the you know to take the courses. So, exactly. I
2: think that's amazing. Exactly,
0: it's a, a great way to give back to the industry. That's um, it's that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm so inspired, you guys. You just don't know. (laughs) I'm so inspired just by this conversation tonight. It's just it's just amazing to me. Um, you know, just the 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 number of years. Um, you know, and and James, I believe you say you guys are the second generation. Um, owners. Yes, let me talk a little.
1: Let me let me talk briefly about the third generation.
0: Oh, We've talked about
1: you. Yeah, because cause you ask about, you know, what I've seen over the last 20 or so years. So the uh, the other thing is, is, is what you will see future-wise. So I started mm-hmm. with two brothers and then six sons. So the third generation from those six sons is actually 30. And the, and, and, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think is where you'll see the, the largest change. So many of them are, mm-hmm. are, are coming out of college and they're being groomed. For, for leadership and and to, to really transform the company but the the big thing about it you've seen uh, two generations of, of black males but the third generation is majority black female and and I oh, think wow. that's gonna wow. make a difference yeah so so you're gonna make see a difference even even on how we expand into into maybe makeup or fashion in areas that you know we might not know as much about as their their passion areas so so You're going to see a feminine mm-hmm. touch coming on the scene with the third generation uh, because the majority of them are females, and they're they're very talented, they're very passionate about it, so they' they're being groomed now, and they, um, some of them are in some leadership positions now, but you'll you'll see them uh, within the next decade and and, and you'll see uh, changes come from that. So you've seen two generations of what the Brunner brothers can do, but wait till you see what the Brunner sisters can do.
0: <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just as an example of, just to give you an idea of the of the talent in that generation, uh, I have two mm-hmm. nieces yeah. that are twins. Uh, they graduated mm-hmm. from uh, Spelman College right here in Atlanta. They were the first twin valedictorians of Spelman, so they had perfect uh grades, 4.0. So they were the first twin valedictorians uh, of that college, and I think actually any college in the U.S. So they both had perfect scores oh, wow. in Spelman. And they actually went into the Guinness Book as the as the, the first twin college valedictorians in the U.S. So it, so it oh, just nice. oh, gives wow. you an idea of, of what you, the, the level of excellence you're going to see in the third generation.
0: Nice. So, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> nice this is a this this is amazing it's amazing and you guys are a great example um of what successful business looks like um a great example of what a successful black owned family business um looks like so like I said, it's very inspiring um I'm excited about these Bronner sisters <laughs> um <laughs> And, you know, and the and the and the excellence that's going to continue um and what we are expecting to see in the in the future um from the barno family um so this is exciting um and we're definitely going to uh keep in touch because we want to know um just how things are going and of course if you guys are always welcome to come back when you you know when you have news to share or new products to share you're definitely welcome um to come back um, and we're looking forward to just seeing all the great things that the Brana family is going to be doing. So, thank you guys again um, for joining us tonight. Um, it was definitely a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much for having us. And let me just—the August show dates are August the 28th through the 30th and that's going to be in New Orleans. <laughs> so we're going to be celebrating our first in-person beauty show since the pandemic began.
0: And everything no, you can see the full
1: schedule activities at BronnerBrothers.com.
0: New Orleans. Okay. So the next show is August 28th through 30th in New Orleans, and you can go to BronnerBrothers.com for more information. All right. Yes. And don't forget to check out man. 24hourmba.com. Thank you, uh, thank you, James and Bernard. Greatly appreciate you tonight.
1: You're welcome, Denise
0: and Janice. Y'all have a great evening. All right, you (laughs) You too. too. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We greatly appreciate your support, and thank you so much to James and Bernard Bronner for sharing with us tonight. So much history um, in that family, that the whole story is amazing from start to current day. Um, So many uh, products. Um, They were talking about their Tropical Roots uh, Curl Collection, the BB Collection, the African Royale Collection, and the BB Natural Collection, all under the Bronner Brothers banner. And then, of course, their International Beauty Show that we all – Know so much about uh, just a wonderful um, conversation uh, about business and the history of their business is amazing. Again, if you are interested in mentorship, um, definitely check out twenty four hourmbacom that's two four h r m b a dot com all right, and then again. They have a new in-person show, international, um, the Bronner Brothers International Beauty Show, in person um, this year, August 28th through 30th in New Orleans. And if you have um, questions and need more information, you can go to bronnerbrothers.com. Um, you can check us out each and every Sunday night right here on Blog Talk Radio. But you can follow us on social media, on Facebook. We are um, beauty talk online on twitter we are beauty underscore talk and on instagram we are beauty underscore talk underscore media thank you guys for um again listening and you can follow denise and i on our uh, personal social media accounts just by our names denise that's d-e-n-i-s-c-t-u-n-n-e-l-l and for myself it's j-a-n-i-c-e-t-u-n-n-e-l-l on all social media platforms All right. Thank you again for those who listened tonight and for those who will listen on the playback time and time again. We thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you, Jennifer, (laughs) for tuning in. Um, And I think that's it. So have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.